Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings, 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 everyone, and welcome to Motivate Social, where we're bringing people who are changing the world via social media. I am Dr. Akina Finch, and I can't be here without my wonderful co-host, Vanessa Canterbury. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am fabulous, fabulous. I cannot wait to talk about today's guest, Mrs. Demetria Samuels. Yes. And why am I excited that she is here? Because unlike most, she is still working her nine to five while having a successful uh, business as well. So she has a successful corporate career and a successful business career. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And she's going to tell us about the business and how it can benefit you and all that good stuff. How does that sound, Vin? Sound amazing. I'm excited. All right. All right. So Ms. Demetria, come on here and tell us about yourself a little bit. Okay. Well, thank you first for having me. I'm excited to be with you ladies. So as you said, I am Demetria Samuels and I am a business strategist and I am a STEM professional. And basically what that means is that I took my expertise in corporate and then I found a way to monetize it outside of corporate because I truly believe that People need streams of income, not drips of income. And so that normally means that it takes you a while to actually build up your businesses on the side or your side hustles into real businesses, whichever which way we're doing it in today's um, terminology. But I did successfully start at the bottom of a big pink company that just took over the yellow company. And I run... Uh, Every time you get an email from that company, it's because of my systems and my processes that are behind the scenes. And so just, you know, uh, started from the bottom and then I got to six figures there. But what I realized is every single time I got a promotion, this fear would come over me like, okay, they just were able to change my lifestyle. Okay, now my son can afford this or now my family can do that. And I truly believe that whoever giveth to you can take it away from you. So I started looking at entrepreneurial world as well. So I was really successful. I don't hate my job, but I just realized like, what if one day they hate me? So then what happens? And so I was like, well, if these people are willing to pay me this much, then what I know must be worth even more. So I began my entrepreneurial journey just out here really trying to, you know, truly build a brand. I did my stint in network marketing like most people do. And then I realized like, hey, you have all the skill sets you need. You have all the experience you need. Now it's just time for you to package it up and actually monetize it and create your personal brand. But while doing that, there was no need for me to actually quit my job. So, I, you know, I live in the best of both worlds unapologetically. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? <laughs> I live in the best of both worlds unapologetically. So I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, hey, quit your job or corporate sucks because my bonuses are awesome. My stock options are awesome. And during COVID, yeah, this insurance is on point when you have a 23-year-old that's around here and you never know right? So he sits on the insurance and then you have a five-month-old and a baby in the middle of a pandemic. So you definitely, corporate came through for me. Um, and so I still think that there's value in corporate and value in these degrees and you can still go get your money's worth, but always flip it and become an entrepreneur. Mm. See, this, what you said, flip it and become an entrepreneur. 
And that's where a lot of people miss the, the big thing out of what you just said. You never said quit your job. You never said just, you know, this job is for the moment and I'm going to go ahead and do this and that. And you didn't, you didn't do any of that. You just made it clear that it's okay to still be able to work your nine to five, reap the benefits from it, learn from it, grow from it and everything. But on the other flip side to it, let's be realistic. If this job is gone tomorrow, are you, do you have a backup plan? That, and that's, that's one thing that I really appreciate what you said, because I had to learn backwards. I started from being laid off to build my business because I could no longer find a job. I no longer qualify for a job. So then what? And so I'm always telling people to allow your job to be your investment. And so I agree. it's a big, it's your biggest investment, the, the big, right? And so don't wait to, and don't wait until you yeah. have to build the business yeah. mm-hmm. because that's a, that's a hard place. Like I applaud you. Cause that's a hard place to come from mm-hmm. um, where you have to get it in. Uh, yeah. And you probably have all kinds of integrity, but in these internet streets, Sometimes you can tell when these entrepreneurs have to get it in. They're running these crazy sales. They're telling you six figures in 10 days. Mm -hmm. They're telling you all kinds of things because their rent is due. Their lights are due. Whereas I'm telling you that it's a process and it takes a while because I have no reason to rush you into anything because you're not actually paying my light bill. Yeah. I see. You're going to get some things started then, okay? Um, I'm loving this. I'm loving this because me and Kim talk about this all the time. And you said it again, in these internet streets where the people are desperate and they out there doing things that's not, you know, right, but they're out there doing it. And we want to be able to do things the right way. And if we could be able to do it the right way from the people who are doing it the right way, then let's get the information. So keep on giving them this information because people need to hear this information. And like you said, be unapologetic about living of the life of both worlds. There's nothing wrong with that. So take me back to that moment where you started to say, you know what, I want to do something a little dib and a dab over here because I really like doing this on the side. What, what brought that to the point of let me go over here and dip? Well, and find out over here how I could do that. How I could I always, you know, since you know, since Snoopy snow cone machines, I was always somebody who was like a hustler. Um, and I I went to college to make money. So I actually thought that college taught you how to make money. So that's the only reason I wanted to go to college. Cause I just was like, Oh, I know they teach you how to make money there. And when I got to college and realized they didn't teach you to make money, but they actually taught you how to survive in corporate. Mm-hmm. I, you know, quickly, you know, graduated and went into corporate and got into that political machine that is there. And I learned the game and I, and I understand it. Um, however, I just was like, wow, they don't actually, my boss will never pay me more than she's worth. Like, that's just not how corporate is set up. They, you know, it's set up to pay you enough to stay, uh, but not enough to dip out. Right. So I realized that 
quickly. And so, like I was saying earlier, my first, you know, endeavors was, um, and I still love the industry and it was network marketing and they, the mindset, if, if anything, <laughs> them jokers over there give you personal development out the yin yang. And so I got exposed to lots of books and lots of mindset shifts about money and my relationship with money. Um, so that was kind of my first like uh, real, real endeavor of like, hey, you don't, you can make more than 40K in a month, in a day, in a year or 80K or even six figures if you wanted to. And that was the first industry that really kind of exposed me to it. However, I, I quickly, quickly realized there that it's still like corporate, you know, at the top is the top and the bottom is the bottom. So I realized, hey, you really have to have your own. Um, and when, if you ever been in corporate and you ever seen somebody who was a contractor and when you look at their rates compared to what full-time employees make, that's how you can really see kind of like, Hmm, this is what they paying somebody in the outside world for what we quote unquote do inside. And when I started seeing hundred dollars an hour and $150 an hour from contractors that were quote unquote, brought onto our teams, I was like, okay, so there's a skill set that can be monetized outside of these four walls in this window um, if I just tap into it and then expose it to the rest of the world. Um, so, you know, there's that. Because I want to tell people, if, if corporate isn't willing to pay you money, you need to be careful that if you could actually be an entrepreneur. And I say that with all earnest, because if you're not willing to get up when somebody's paying you every single day, I'm not sure how you're going to get up when nobody's paying you. So, you know, you just need to really evaluate um, why you didn't make it, uh, quote unquote, in corporate, or did you really just hate it? Or was it, you know, the one bad boss? Or did you really have the skill set to move into entrepreneurship? So, yeah. Hmm. So you brought up a point you know, did you really have the skills? So how do you know if you're just, if it's just fear or if you just really don't have the skills? Uh, I assume you talk about that in your business. Yeah. So basically first, um, and like I said, I, I do focus on STEM professionals now, but however, it applies to all of them. So if you have went and, you know, paid for these degrees or paid for any training certificates, whatever, and you start the, you start these jobs and you realize, you know what, I don't like the actual work. I don't like dealing with people. There are certain soft skills that you know that you have. Um, if you're not making it to meetings on time in corporate, you're not going to make it to meetings on time with your clients or for podcast interviews or for anything else of that matter. If you have a hard time waking up in the morning uh, when somebody's paying you to wake up in the morning, then mm, when it's time for that early morning training that, you're, that you pay for for the coach, you're not going to wake up either. So there's some tangible soft skills that you can point to to say, okay, is it my habits? Is it me? Or is it the actual job? Because if you're not on point with those intangible skills that are going to be useful inside and out of corporate, then you, you know you have a problem. Um, and also the second thing is, is once you become an expert, which is what we'll talk about soon, is you're an expert at that period, whether you are doing it for a company or you're doing it for yourself. However, when you move into entrepreneurship, you don't have time to learn how to be an expert and learn how to be an entrepreneur because there's a whole new skill set that you have to take on to become the entrepreneur. So you can't learn how to do business strategy 
and learn how to be an online marketer at the same time. And everybody in entrepreneurship has to learn how to do online marketing. So I tell people, if you're, if you're already a good stylist or a hairdresser or, um, you, you know, you're good at the tech, Dr. Finch, if you already know how to write a book, okay, be an expert at that. Then go learn the sales skills, the marketing skills, the social media, and everything else, the people skills that you need to complement that. And a lot of times you're out here like, I'm going to quit my job and then learn how to be a business strategist, or I'm going to quit my job and then learn how to be a stylist. It just doesn't work that way because you're about to go learn a whole new skill set. So that's what I mean, whether it's fear or not, is, you know, look at yourself. Do you really have, put on your big girl panties, do you really have the skill set? And if so, now go be an entrepreneur. Mm. Man, look, we're going to go on and on about this, but my goodness. <laughs> um, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And some people are just good at working a job. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you know, either or is nothing wrong with it. The most important thing that we all could agree on is that make sure you have your backup plan have a backup plan. There's nothing wrong with just like Jamisha said that go ahead and if you feel that you are expert, go ahead and invest in it and keep on learning so you can be able to show other people how to do it or help other people how to do it. What's one of the things would you say to people if they find themselves loving it and what they discovered about themselves versus I'm just doing it just to be doing it, just to get some extra money, but still end up miserable. Is it worth it? And so inside of corporate or outside? Both. Both? Okay. So first, everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, but everybody has to have a brand. Uh, so whether you're in corporate or not, you need that mindset of my career is my business or I have a career and a quote unquote business. See, today in today's time, you can shift from company to company to company. That's the, you're still selling yourself. So everybody's always in the sales game, whether you're selling yourself personally in your expertise or you're selling some product or service. Right. So that's always going to be happening. So when it comes to you doing it mis or being miserable about what you're doing, you need to evaluate what you're selling. Right. Because you probably don't like what you're selling. So you either don't like yourself and the skill sets that you have, which is why you're going from job to job to job that you hate just doing it just to be doing it. That usually means you don't like what you're selling and that's yourself. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people don't like to, to, to deal with that. But if you know that your skill set only says I can work in customer service, hmm, maybe you need to shift and, and, and then change that up and build up that expertise to go get a different job in sales or a different job in service that's more elevated, whether it's money or whatever. And then when it comes to just doing something on the side, you know, I learned this from my husband that all passions don't need to don't don't need to be profit because he has some passions of his that he's always like I would never want to do this for money because then I would want to I would lose the passion behind it and I'm not one of those I'm not one of those people but he showed me that there there are those type of people that everything you're good at all of your abilities are not meant to be um, for sale sometimes you're just an artist and you just want to do what you do um, but you're gonna have to tap into one of those skills <laughs> and decide how to brand it and monetize it if you want to survive in today's society there is no there always has to be a dual thing more than one income 
streaming into your home. And that's just our reality that we live in now. That makes, that makes total sense. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about your business. We know that you are a STEM professional corporate. So what do you do in your uh, entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so in my entrepreneurial journey, <laughs> let's talk about that journey. So first I started out as just a LinkedIn expert, right? So I knew that I was really good at networking in corporate. Again, we're taking that skill. And uh, LinkedIn was for the ultimate professionals. So I was like, okay, I can combine these two. I can show people how to navigate through uh, professional networking. So that's why I chose to be a LinkedIn expert and to train on LinkedIn. I was like, you know, this is where I want to be. However, when I went through that journey, I realized the reason that people weren't networking on LinkedIn is because they had not built up any authority or any expertise um, online or anywhere that they were housing their thought leadership, that they weren't housing it anywhere. So that's how come when here comes my protocols and my tactics and I find myself having to teach other things that were not necessarily in my wheelhouse at the time. So over the last three years, I began to build those other things. So the branding, the marketing, the strategy to add to the professionalism for experts and those who want to be authorities in their industry. So that is where my focus became is that, hey, hey, you tech gurus, hey, you women in IT, understand that we are powerful brands when we combine our expertise with an entrepreneurial mindset. So that's what I do now over, um, experts and entrepreneurs LLC is basically teach experts how to become entrepreneurs um, because uh, like I was saying early all entrepreneurs are not experts and uh, lots of time experts have not monetized themselves to become entrepreneurs that is very true very true I'm loving this interview you just don't understand <laughs> um what's one of the things that you would love for them to take away from what outside of what you already um advise them in, in the corporate world and also in the entrepreneurial world because it's a lot of information, but what's the key information that you would give them? I would say the key information is to be a thought leader. Like I am like now I'm on the gospel of be a thought leader um, and everything usually will fall into place. Find a place to house your thought leadership, like a podcast, a YouTube, a blog that you own, that you can express fully your opinions, your thoughts, your professional um, hypothesis, whatever you're an expert at, that you can fully be a thought leader there, um, find that place first. Um, and that's the main thing I want people to do. And once you have a place for your thought leadership, then you can find places to monetize it and to see what audiences actually need your. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Demetria. This was amazing. And, you know, if someone who's a STEM professional out there is looking for your expertise, how do they find you? Well, one, you can, um, once you spell my name right, D-E-M-I-S-H-I-A, you can find Demetria Samuels on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as Demetria Samuels. You can hang out with me in the Pivot to Profit Collective, which is my complimentary Facebook group. Wonderful, wonderful. So now, um, final question. You know, you mentioned your Facebook group. What will they find there? And what will they get uh, from joining your community? 
Right. So normally in math, you know, the straight line is, you know, the, the fastest way to get somewhere. Um, so what you want to do is you want to pivot your skill set and point it to profit, right? So that's where I came up with the name pivot um, to profit is to make sure that you're pivoting always to the money, always pivoting to who, who wants to buy your, uh, your expertise. So in that group, I talk about strategy and techniques um, and tech tools even to help you house thought leadership. There is the foundation of it. Um, and then from there, you usually can maybe hang out with me in my uh, pivot to profit protocols, because there is a set of protocols that um, I put in place to make sure that I'm always giving quality um, information, products and services to my audience. And so I teach those protocols um, in my actual system. But in the community, we kind of just touch on, you know, general strategies and techniques that can help you get to a place where you're at least comfortable uh, with sharing your thought leadership and actually beginning to build that brand. So if you're not a brand guru, come hang out with us in the Pivot to Profit Collective. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this information and I definitely will tell anybody to make sure that they support because she's dropping nuggets like left and right and it's only smart and wise to be able to pick this information up because she's talking about real life stuff from working in corporate America to being an entrepreneur because she's dealing with both worlds and a lot of us especially in this time in this pandemic we need to understand this information and get it so don't sleep on her make sure you follow her make sure you support her join her group and make sure you reach out to her overall so you could be able to get on your journey so you can understand how it's possible you don't have to leave your nine to five but you can you can build your business while you work in your nine to five. Thank you so much, Amisha. This has been amazing. And I can't wait to see you again, girl. Thank you. I cannot wait. Oh, no. oh Lord. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome when we can see people again in the world. I know, right? <laughs> With that being said, make sure you follow us all over social media at Change Your Minds Online. You can also find us on Instagram, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Motivation Social, where Dr. Finch and I are always bringing you real people who are changing the world via social media. So if I miss anything, I always do. Dr. Finch will always fill in <laughs> what I was missing. So Dr. Finch, <laughs> did I miss anything? Oh, you know, like she said, just find us on the website and you can also find us on Blog Talk, iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, iHeartRadio. If you listen to it, we're probably there. Yes, we're even sitting there on your YouTube channel, right? We're here for you. So listen to us, especially this episode, and then tell us what you want to hear. Tell us how we can uh, give you more information that's going to enlighten you. Cause I know this episode enlightened you. So we want to bring you more of this. So with that being said, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>